Hello everyone and welcome to episode one of Let's Talk Sports. In today's episode, we are talking about the EPL. We started this podcast late, but better late than never. We are previewing the round, round 29 of the EPL season. Some big games coming up. We've got a derby between Man United and Man City at Old Trafford, which could see some interesting results happen because of that. We also will finish off the round with Leicester versus uh, Aston Villa, but there is a catch-up game during the week between uh, Man United and Man City, which we'll talk about in another episode. But to kick things off, Liverpool versus Bournemouth, guys. This is going to be a pretty good game to kick off the to kick off the episode, and I tell you what, we are either going to see we've just seen Liverpool's unbeaten run um, stop. At the, hound, uh, the realm of um, Watford. Now, Watford played a very good game, but Liverpool played quite poor. Liverpool just lost to Chelsea. They've lost three out of their four games. So, we've, they've been knocked out of the FA Cup. I'm a South Liverpool supporter, so I'm a bit disappointed, but I couldn't be any more proud of the boys. So, this round, we're either going to see a thumping, and the reason I say a thumping is quite simple. And I'll tell you why. Bournemouth are in a vulnerable state also. They haven't been playing too well this year. They've won two out of the last four or five games. So, in saying that, Bournemouth have the better form, but their aggregate score against Liverpool is 17-0. to zero. They've conceded 17 goals against Liverpool since 2016, I think it was. Bournemouth also struggle at Merseyside. They've lost all eight meetings against Liverpool and Everton. So it's going to be interesting to see what would happen in this game. Liverpool only need four more wins to secure the, the title unless Man City drop points. Uh, and they could well and truly drop points against Man, Man United. So this is an exciting round that can determine a lot of fate for a lot of teams. The bottom six teams, including, six teams including Bournemouth, are only separated by one or two points. The bottom half of that six teams are separated between last place and 15th is only by seven points. And that's between Norwich and Brighton. So that's going to be an interesting game, uh, interesting round. And the reason is Bournemouth can kick things off and really shake things up down the bottom. Two ways this can go here. Bournemouth are either going to face a Liverpool side that, that are quite wounded or they're going to see a Liverpool side that um, I wouldn't want to, would not want to verse and play. Liverpool can stick to their guns and do what they know best and could absolutely maul Bournemouth. But in retrospect, it might not happen because uh, I, this is a must win for Bournemouth. Bournemouth might take one because there's some big games coming up for them. So I don't know. This could be a thumping. This could be 5 or 6 nil. Uh, or Bournemouth could, if they get the first goal, sit back for 90 minutes at, at, at Anfield, which will see Liverpool's uh, atmosphere drop a little bit. And that's one thing I don't like about the Anfield atmosphere. Sometimes it drops when things don't go their way. Sometimes. But um, they've got it. we've gotten better at it. I am myself a Liverpool fan. Again, Liverpool need four more wins to secure the title unless Man City drop points, which would see Liverpool take the title at Manchester City. Wow. Imagine they take the title at Etihad. <laughs> I don't think Man City is going to let that happen. So Liverpool need to win this game. Just and hope Man City drop because then I think Liverpool will only have to win the title at Crystal Palace 
or at evidence. So evident fans, I think, are happier that they're in the clear that I don't have to they don't have to see Liverpool lift a trophy at at, at, uh, at the at the hands of their rivals. But um, in other news, though, Allison will be out of this game and will miss the Atletico Madrid game. So that's quite disappointing for Liverpool fans in a must-win game against. Um, against Atletico Madrid, but I do trust Adrian. Uh, Adrian had a so-so performance against Chelsea, uh, stopped some big ones, but still um, Liverpool missed their chances against Chelsea. So I don't want to talk too much about Liverpool, although they are, could be crowned champions within the next four games. And now we're moving on to another game that's crucial for Bournemouth. Uh, as they're one point behind the team that's coming up next, which is Wolves versus Brighton. Bournemouth are one point behind Brighton. So this could uh, this Bournemouth-Liverpool game could, could change the fate of Brighton if Brighton gets smacked against Wolves, if it happens. And the reason why I think it won't happen is because history is on Brighton's side. Brighton seemed to be Wolves' bogey side, as the last time they, they, they met. Um, well, the last time Wolves beat Brighton was in 2016. So since then... Brighton have three wins um, against Wolves to two draws. And so that means they're undefeated against Wolves in the last five games. Even though Wolves are having an impressive season, what they're accomplishing is absolutely amazing. I cannot be more... I think it's really exciting. They're, they're in sixth spot. Um, so I, I, I do think Wolves will win this game, though, even though Brighton are their bogey team. Last time they played, it was 2-2. But Wolves are just hitting some pretty good form. They've got Olympiacos in the fixture in the in the uh, Europa League, but I do think that would be the match of the round. That's going to be exciting between Olympiacos and Wolves, um, two good teams. And I think Olympiacos are underestimated in uh, in competitions. Remember, they drew to Tottenham, I think. Uh, so yeah, so this is going to be a very crucial game. Uh, you could see Wolves uh, if if Man United lose. To Man City, Wolves, and Wolves win this game. They could be in the top four. Remember, fifth spot is all you need is to be in the Champions League next season as Man City have been banned. Now let's move on to Arsenal versus West Ham. 10th versus 16th. Arsenal on 37 points. West Ham on 27. Now... Arsenal have won eight of the last nine home games against West Ham, losing in 2016. Now, Arsenal, Arsenal also have a catch-up game against Man City. They're only... Arsenal... Now, if Man United lose and Arsenal win this game, which could very well happen, Arsenal could be sitting on 40 points, only two points behind Man United in sixth spot if Wolves jump, in, jump them into fifth spot. They're five points behind the, the top five. So Arsenal can get some big results coming up this season. They've got some big games coming up. So this is a must win for Arsenal. But I want to say to all Arsenal fans, be patient. All right, you've got a great coach that understands the Pep Guardiola way. You've got great some great players. And I'm, I'm, I'm no football expert, but I'll tell you what. I personally think... David Luiz should be your CDM. Just saying. I think you've got enough covering. You can have defence, but I think David Luiz would be a better CDM than he is as a centre-back because he's got that high-high high, high work rates like FIFA. But he can he can play that play player role. He did play it a few times at PSG. 
and is pretty good at it. So, but I need Arsenal fans to be patient. This is a work in progress. This is something that all teams need to do. Man United didn't do this. Liverpool didn't do this. So I hope, I hope Arsenal learn from the big team's mistakes where the rebuild hasn't happened. Liverpool finally did it. 25, 26 years later, it was, we got Klopp, even though we won a Champions League, we won some FA Cups, won some other things along the way. But we never really rebuilt the club in a proper way. So the club needs to be rebuilt. And hopefully Arteta has the full backing of the fan base and the board to get some good players in there. And we'll see some great Arsenal football next year. But they do have a catch-up game against Man City. Arsenal, that's, oh, I'm excited for that game because I, that front three could dominate. The front three of Arsenal could dominate Pep Guardiola. This is going to be an exciting game during the week. Arteta against Pep Guardiola. They both know each other very well, of course. Uh, so it's going to be a really, really fun game. And for Arsenal fans, I'll be excited to see how you guys are doing against a Man City side, which I think could, could have... Um, three three trophies this year. Man City are going to go for it. as much as I want Liverpool to win the Champions League and the Premier League. The Premier League is very important. We haven't won it in 30 years. Liverpool need to concentrate on that. Champions League, let's try to get at least to the semi-finals. Um, if we get into the finals, I'd love to see Liverpool versus Man City. But I think because Man City are banned for the next two years and so many other things that are happening... I think Man City are in a great spot to win the Champions League. So Arsenal fans could be excited because that front three of Aubameyang, Lacazette and Pepe can be firing all cylinders. And, I, and if that's the front three that, that um, Arteta goes with to get them on a counter, I'm telling you now, Arsenal could win this game. Uh, but the next game will be Southampton versus Newcastle. I won't go into too much detail, but uh, this is going to be a really good game because the 13th versus 14th, um, it's only two points uh, between the two. In saying that, though, Newcastle have eight wins, eight draws, and 12 losses, where Southampton have 10 wins, four loss, four draws, and 14 losses. So not only that, Newcastle have beaten Southampton in the last five meetings. Newcastle win. It will be their second league double in history against Southampton, as we will see a very entertaining weekend of football. And this is going to be one of those games. Danny Ings is uh, firing on all cylinders. Newcastle, pretty good under the Bruce. Uh, I think it's going to be a... Bloody interesting game. I think this is going to be fun. Although Newcastle have yet to score in five games, I think this will be an entertaining game. To be honest, I think this is one of my predictions. I think it could also be a 2-2 game. It could even be a 1-1 game, but I think it'll be either 3-2 Southampton or 3-2 Newcastle. Who the fuck says that? Anyway, next game is going to see eight-side Sheffield versus Norwich. I actually think Norwich could upset Sheffield here. Sheffield, of course, have just recently been promoted as well as Norwich. Uh, but in saying that, Sheffield have lost both home games against Norwich. But last time that happened was back in 93. Sheffield won last time, 2-1 against uh, uh, against Norwich. Um, sorry, I don't know how long that's... Yeah, so um, that Southampton game is going to be quite interesting. Sheffield, United versus Norwich. Sheffield have lost both home games against Norwich, which was back in 93. Sheffield won 2-1 against Norwich last time they played. If Sheffield win, it will be their first league double against Norwich since 1938. The next game, which is quite exciting, is going to see the um, team that dethroned the Invincibles, uh, Invincible season of Liverpool would be Crystal Palace versus Watford. Watford was a team that dethroned Liverpool. I'm actually looking forward to this game because Watford just did beat Liverpool, and, uh, but can they beat Palace away? Palace are actually winless in the last five games. 
against Watford. Insane Roy Hodgson, 72 years of age, has re-signed for another season. A win for Watford would see them three points clear of Bournemouth if Bournemouth lose to Liverpool. Another exciting game is going to be Burnley versus Tottenham. Tottenham, Tottenham, Tottenham. Where to start with you guys? I think there needs to be a patient approach in this, just like Arsenal. But has the philosophy of Tottenham gone? We saw a high-press team, hold possession, great team. I think there needs to be... I don't know what it is with Jose Mourinho where he, he drags some negativity. I still think he's a great coach. You have to respect what he's done. In saying that, Burnley are undefeated in the last six matches. Four wins, two draws. They picked up, I think, 11 or 12 points in the last six games. So, uh, actually, no, I think they've picked up 14, games, 14 points in the last... Yeah, last six, last six games are 14 points where Tottenham... Uh, Burnley also have the second most clean sheets in the league, which is 11 to Liverpool... Uh, um, second to Liverpool. They've had 11 clean sheets. Liverpool have had 12 clean sheets. So, I think... This is either going to be the most boring game of the of the round. It's seventh versus ninth. That's how far down Tottenham are, but that's how good Burnley are also playing there in the top ten. Burnley are going to want to be fighting for that Europa League spots because they're only two points behind Wolves. Uh, you'll see, uh, sorry, they're only two points behind uh, Tottenham, and and the points between fifth, uh, we'll say we'll say fourth. And uh, we'll say 10th where Arsenal are. Chelsea on 45 points. Man United on 42. Wolves on 42. Tottenham on 40. Sheffield United on 40. Only on goal difference. Uh, which you could see if Burnley calls an upset here. Even a draw. You would see Sheffield United into that 7th spot. And fighting back to where they were beforehand. Uh, is Burnley on 38 points. Arsenal on 37. And Everton on 37. I said I was going to go. And 36 to Crystal Palace. So it's an interesting... You see the top six, that, that bottom, so top five or six, so let's forget about Liverpool there. We'll say second to fourth is quite interesting to see what will happen. Interchangeable. Um, I think Man City will still finish second, uh, but between sixth and, and tenth is quite interesting. Between 11th and 14th is quite interesting. And then 15th to the bottom. It's, it's quite evenly spread. It's an exciting season for a lot of teams, but I don't know what's happening with Tottenham. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen with Dyer after he just went into into the stands like Ron Artest. Uh, in all honesty, though, um, they got kicked out of the the, the cup, um, so I don't. I, I think they need to be patient, but I don't know where the team is heading. I don't have a direction for you, Tottenham fans. In saying that, some controversy, of course, with Mourinho, but I, I'm happy that he's taken his player sides because I think he's worked on a lot of things. Jose's words, the people that are in this privileged positions by the tunnel, of course, are some Tottenham fans. This is speaking about uh, Dyer going to the stands. But I think a lot of corporate, uh, a lot of invitation, a lot of people with special status are in there. And probably it is the place of the stadium where I sometimes have doubts over if they are real Tottenham fans. Because the real Tottenham fans are the ones who support Poison till the end. And I think that caused some controversy. Uh, because Tottenham fans made it to the Champions League final last year, um, haven't really done much since. Um, still in the Champions League, uh, but there's yeah, there too too many losses have come across the Tottenham board. I think they've got a fucking fantastic squad. I really, really, really like Tottenham squad. That is a top three squad. 
but they're just not playing at that level. I don't know where the miscommunication is on the field. I still don't think Pochettino should have left. I understand why, but um, Mourinho's style compared to those players, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to work, but um, soon to see. The next game is that other exciting game I was talking about is Chelsea versus Everton. <clears throat> Some coffee. Chelsea is sitting on 45 points, Everton on 37. So it's only eight points uh, between the two teams. Chelsea just beat one Merseyside. Uh, Chelsea just beat one Merseyside. Can they beat two? I think this will be the one of the matches of the round, to be honest. But Everton have won the last two games. In saying that, Everton are winless away in London. So at Stanford Ridge. So this is, I think this is going to be a great high-paced game. Um, I think um, people are going to be... This is, a, this is a match to watch if you are up late. Um, it starts at 1 a.m. Sunday morning. Uh, that's if you've got the day off. I don't. But um, since it's a long weekend here in Australia, I think this will be a really, really good game to watch. So for Chelsea fans, I'll be excited. I think this is now a pumping game. It's going to be rocking. It's going to be high-paced, up and down. We're going to see the ball come out from the fence. We're going to see people pressing. The, the Chelsea striker is going to be pressing. Um, and there's going to be mistakes. We're going to see... This is going to be fun. This is actually going to be fun because uh, Ancelotti's... I think this is his first meeting at Chelsea uh, since taking over evidence since he last won at Everton. I'm not sure, but... Um, no, sorry, last won at Chelsea. So, um, I feel sorry for that guy. He gets done hard, man. He wins everything and then they... they, they I don't know. They don't like him. Maybe just too much... Too much... Uh, too many smokes at training. Um... But the match of the round, uh, two teams I absolutely uh, hate. Uh, not hate, but let's just say, let's, let's not be biased here. Man United versus Man City. I hope Man United win. But this is the one time Liverpool fans are probably going to be watching this game more than wanting to be interested in their own game, even though it's in two separate time, times. Want to see the rivals win is this game. You want to see this. It could be a draw. If it is a loss, I think Man City are going to want to come out firing. They just won the Carabao Cup. Some teams have been pretty weak coming out of winning a cup. So I think this is a very important game because it's fifth versus second. This is a must win for Man United and it's a must win for um, Man City. But I think Man City are going for that Champions League. They're going for every other trophy. They're seven points clear of Leicester. I don't think Pep wants to drop a point, but uh, Man United have done them pretty well. Although Man City have lost twice and only won once this season against uh, Man United with uh, one loss in the League Cup, to have just made it through to the Carabao Cup, don't forget they smashed them on aggregate. They smashed them at Old Trafford the first time around playing with a number nine. So that's going to be interesting. Man United have lost their last three home games against City. So this is going to be a quite impactful game. In saying that, the the most important thing is is that I think Man United are moving into a into a positive, positive direction as much as I don't want to say that, but it's good for football. That's what's more important. As much as you want to see your rivals down the bottom and, and turn to shit, I think it's important that they... Um, um, Stay on top. Uh, not on top, but they stay near the top. They're one of the most winningest teams. They make the most money in the world, I think, in football. So this is a massive, massive game. Man City want to get to where Man United are in, in history-wise. But at the moment, Man City, obviously, in the last six or seven years, have over-dethroned them in the, 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 
in the city of Manchester, or is it even a city, uh, within between the Manchester City and United supporters. But too many Man City supporters, I think, jump and change which team they go for. It's going to be an interesting game, and I'll tell you why. Man United have 30 goals scored against and Man City 29. So um, defensively, Man United, you would say, are better than Man City. Uh, especially when they defend well. They've got exciting talent up for it. So exciting times for Man United fans. The match of the round is going to see some interesting things happen. If if Man United play a false nine, I think they're going to absolutely destroy Man Man. Uh, you know, if Man City play with a false nine. But Man United, I think, have the upper hand here. I think it'll be a 1-1 draw. Uh, reason being, I think um, Man United are going to want to win this game, but they can get away with a draw. They will drop. Points, but I think they've been playing well. So I think a 1 1 draw would be um, a, re a respectful um, scoreline, but I think majority of people are going for Man City to win this game because it's a must win for Man City, also because they just want to win the games. It's going to be an interesting game. Now, to finish off the round, we have Leicester versus Aston Villa. Last game of the round, we'll see Leicester and, and Rogers. Uh, this is Brendan Rogers' bogey team after Villa knocked out uh, the Foxes in the. In the, in the two-legged semi-final uh, to, to play in the Carabao Cup. But in saying that, Villa are battling to keep their season alive as they are two points below Bournemouth, Watford, West Ham and, uh, and West Ham. Are, are they three points uh, behind them? Below Brighton by three points and two points behind uh, Bournemouth, Watford and West Ham. But, which could see, if Villa win and the teams are above lose, which they all have a massive chance of, of, of losing, you could see Villa in 16th spot equal to Brighton, with Brighton edging out on goal difference. If Brighton lose by more than three goals to Wolves and Villa win, we'll see Villa jump to 15th, making this year's bottom-of-the-table clash extra special as all teams are separated by seven points. This is Brendan Rodgers' bogey team. He was, it was This was a bogey team for him again in, when he was with Liverpool, where we got knocked out of the FA Cup. Um, which was horrendous. That was that was the most disgusting time. But I think I think if Leicester want to push on, I don't want to say they're not secure yet. Even though they're eight points clear of fifth, it's only a few games, and the teams that are in fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth—they're all really good teams. United, Wolves, Tottenham can really catch up to Leicester if Leicester start dropping points, and they have not played well. They've won one out of their last five games. That means two draws, two losses, and a win. This is very important. Uh, very, very important game for Leicester. Leicester are going to come out firing, but Aston Villa are a good squad. They've got some good players. And Leicester, I think this could be an upset. Aston Villa playing good football. They gave, so many, they gave problems to Man City. I think when you sit back on big teams, that's what happens. But this is going to be an interesting game. So, guys, I hope you all enjoyed episode one. Uh, my broadcasting skills will get better, I promise that. Uh, so, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, if you did, make sure to share, like with all your family and friends. And I will see you next episode. Peace.